Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Bradfoe Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. For me, this was the first day of spring training. And why the, the players don't officially get going till the uh, next few days. Really, the, the, the work for us, the, the hardcore media members who have trudged down to Fort Myers and, and weathered the storm that is the 80-degree temperatures. This was the first day of trying to round up some in, interviews. And, and I'll tell you what, the, one of the guys that I wanted to talk to right away, I was hoping to grab him by phone a couple of weeks ago. I wasn't able to connect was Jackie Bradley Jr. And we've heard a lot of rumors this offseason about the trades and and trade rumors. And you had Yasiel Puig and you had Edwin Encarnacion. And you, what are they going to do if they sign J.D. Martinez? Would they move Jackie Bradley? All of that. So, you know, I wanted to talk to Jackie. He's been on the podcast before. But really, this time around, we sat down for about 20 minutes, and we sort of dove deep into sort of his whole lot in life, his existence, his new existence as, as, a, uh, as a father to a young, young, young daughter, and how that has changed him, and also how he has changed over the years. This is a guy who... In 2016, 835 OPS, 26 home runs, obviously awesome defensively. And you, you thought that he was trending toward maybe the next level. And then last year, a step back, 726 OPS, and a couple injuries. You had a thumb injury, you had a knee injury. But to me, does he has evolved so much as a player and a professional athlete in terms of actually managing Boston, managing uh being accountable, managing all of it. And, and so in this podcast, he talks about how he has sort of become who he is as a professional athlete, as a, as a father, as a husband, uh, because I think it all does link up. And he talks about that. He talks about not 
not being defined as a baseball player and that's only what he does and that's not who he is. But it's an important conversation, I think, because of all the chaos that happens in the Red Sox clubhouse. And Jackie Bradley, you know, he's in the middle of it. And he's not necessarily the focus of it, but he gets asked questions like everybody else he did last year. And he's very insightful about how he handled it or how he tries to handle it anyway, and how he views it going forward. So this is more of a podcast of Jackie Bradley, who is this guy, how he approaches life, how he approaches life as a member of this Boston Red Sox team. Pretty good conversation. First of many, 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 many in spring training. But here we go, kicking it off with JBJ. Making a return appearance to the Bradford Show, and we're always so glad to have him on as Jackie Bradley Jr., which I'm glad you actually were doing this in person. I was was hoping to talk to you over the phone, but it's better when I'm staring straight down you know, into your sunglasses, the, the, the barrel, which, which one of the things I wanted to do, I wanted to actually, because this is the time to do it in spring training, is actually I wanted to see how, how close I could come to throwing a ball as far as you did. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen you throw. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because I, I remember you came here last year, through, you might have thrown a football or something like that, and if, if, if I could have, I would have made it viral because it was it was pretty impressive. Thank you. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I, I enjoy throwing the football. It's something that I've always done. It's it's fun. It's different, and it's something about throwing the perfect spiral. Right, right. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys don't play enough. I know you hack around with the football, but let's not get into the football thing. It's football. I'm telling you, yeah. I, I was, I thought I was pretty decent at it, but once I got to high school, I. I wanted to focus strictly. But you didn't. So were you quarterback? Uh, running back, running back, and cornerback. So why, why wouldn't you play quarterback? Um, I don't know. I could I could run a little bit, and I could I could hit a little bit. So oh, all right. <laughs> so did, you, did your parents not want you to play? You were one of these kids that you, were going to break a leg playing football, or no, no, no. They had nothing. I mean, at that particular age, I had started traveling a lot more, and then start getting in a lot of AAU baseball and. You know, everybody who knows if you're involved in a lot of AU baseball, you're pretty much playing ball all year round. You got your regular season during the spring, and then you're playing fall ball if you have good enough weather, um, per, weather permits it. So, you know, that's what I did. I, I would play ball during the fall as well, and go to Florida for um, tournaments, and it was almost like an all year round thing. So, when your your daughter, when she she she's just over a year. Uh, Yes, year and a half, right? Yeah, she's twenty months. Okay, what, what's what's going to be your tact here? What's going to be your hey? You know, you can play sports. We want you to play sports. This is a sport I want you to play. Have you? St- I, no, listen, I was a parent once. I'm still a parent, but I was a parent of a year and a half right. year old. So I know all these things go through your head. So what, what's it going to be? What's the what's the track for for young Bradley? I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm open to whatever her, her little heart <laughs> decides or decides she wants to pursue. Uh, I'm not going to be the dad who's going to push anything on her. Obviously, I'm going to be the one who's going to support her. And, you know, once she wants to make that decision, I'm going to have her involved in a lot of different things. And, you know, you obviously see what she's good at and what she enjoys. And then you just kind of you kind of cater it to that. You try to grow that and 
you know, help help her develop that. You passed the test because I was trying to trap you there. How 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 are you different as a parent than you thought you would be? Because no, there's I don't know if you knew this, but there's no handbook, there's no guide no, guidelines. No, no. So how now that you've done it for a year and a half, how are you different parent than you actually thought you might have been? You're right. There is no handbook, and we didn't read a book, so. You know, it's just one of those things where you just kind of go off, you know, how you were raised, um, a combination. Obviously, both my daughter's parents weren't raised in the same household, so it's, it's communication, and that's, that's really key. But I think how I, I think, I think I'm as I expect. Advertised or is what I expect it to be. Well, well you can only you can only go off what like you right, like right, 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 no right exactly. Yeah, I, I mean I know I'm a parent now. I, I don't know how I would have been now back then. Um, you could say what you and what kind of parent you're gonna be, but you know things change. You got to make adjustments according to each particular child and their their own needs. So I can say one of my most groomed qualities has has been patience. Yes. 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 You're a much more patient person than you were three years ago. Correct. Okay. You have to be. You have to be. You if you if you're not, you're gonna be frustrated about pointless things. And you know what? So this will I'll, I'll, I'll pivot right into baseball because this is a good pivot. To do. So, <laughs> well, so, segue right into because you have to be as in in your profession, you have to be patient. You have to be patient about a lot of things. You have to be patient about how your career unfolds. You have to be patient about you know, when you get into slumps and like not getting caught up in it yep. and everything. I mean, so. Have you noticed that? And, and I, you know, we talk about this every spring training, like how have you changed and what's different. But maybe it's the best thing to do is say, you sitting here right now compared to you a, a few years ago, like, you, and, you know, fatherhood aside, husbandhood aside, as a baseball player, can you, like, really appreciate how far you've come? Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you grow each year. You you, you mature, you learn more things about yourself, things that you know that can help you get to where you want to be. It's a, it's a constant adjustment, and you not only have to be patient um, with, with yourself, but you also want to have a sense of urgency because you don't know when your last game is going to be you don't you know when know when your last day on this earth is going going to be so you just kind of want to maximize every single opportunity that you get all you do know is what's in the past is in the past and you could either dwell on it which i don't is that hard to do though did you used to be a dweller no, not no. I was I was I was a I was a thinker. Mm -hmm. um, I was the guy who would always try to, you know, see how I could become better from a situation. Um, that's I'm not gonna sit on my my negatives because that's just gonna keep you mm -hmm. negative. Um, I like to think my past is my past, and I get to decide to write my present 
and my future. Mm-hmm. Give me some turning points for you along those lines. Give me some, um, you know, I can, from the outside, say, okay, this was a turning point. That offseason was a turning point. This, this hot streak was a turning point. But for you, it's different. I mean, you know exactly when the turning points was, when things, like you said, you learned from it, and then you took a hard right, took a hard left, went straight up. So do you have a couple of those? I think everybody has um, those situations where they they feel like they're going in the right direction, and then you know you hit a little bump or something, and you you're, you scuffle a little bit. Um, but that's that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it fun because it's such a grind. Not only it's it's such a mental sport as it is a physical sport. Right. You know you could be doing all the right things physically. But you possibly might not be thinking the right way, which causes the physical. You you see, you think you see physical um, problems when it's not. It's just you know timing or something like that, or you know how you're you're approaching it, a certain situation. So it's one of those things where you just continue to work and you, you just. Work. That's all, that's all there is to it. Yeah, but you know, sometimes you, uh, you you know you work your ass off. I mean, you do it every off season. You do it every season, and then you know you go through the high points and the low points. Like you said, like you said, mental. And to me, that's where it, it really rings true. Because guess what? When things will click, and um, that consistency consistency comes, you'll know it, and that's what you're going to want to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's going to take you to the next level, and I'm, I'm excited. When you talk, when we talk about um, last year and sort of like the environment, the team, like the ability to progress and do well, um, how was last year different than other years? Like, so one of the things that talking to some of the guys. They said, you know, last year just seemed like we thought we had it. We're going to figure out around the corner every day. And it didn't really come until, like, after the second game of the playoffs. You know, you have this meeting or whatever. But from your perspective, how did last year feel? As a whole, we had a, we had a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just we got beat by the champions. That's that's the... Uh, but how to feel? Synopsis of. But how to feel for you? Well, like I said, I mean, your career every year has been different, and you end up with good numbers. But how did how did it feel for you? Does because you want to keep an even keel, and you want to base, basically say, okay, I'm riding out this season like the other one. But how did it feel for you? Um, for me, it was just mainly get back to full strength. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, make sure I, I stay healthy, got healthy, mm-hmm. and. You know, contribute. I think that's trying to win ball games. That's that's, that's the key. Um, you want to put yourself in the position, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, to where you can go out every single day and and grind with your brothers in order to achieve something great. What were you better at last year than you had ever been? Um. 
It's a better at last year than that. It could be, again, it could be maybe your ability to stay even keel. Maybe it could be, you know. I don't like to think I'm a pretty even keel. No, I know. I, I'm just, I threw that out there. Maybe that's for me. I was very even keel last year. But, <laughs> no, but maybe it's, you know, was there anything that you felt like, okay, you know, I've evolved. This, this I felt like, was a lot better than 2016. I think last year, to be honest, like, I didn't let my job affect my home life. I think, you know, as much, like, as different as that, that sounds, um, when I left the field, I left the field. Like, I, I left whatever was at the field there, and I went home and enjoyed myself. Um, you know, I have, I have life outside of baseball. I don't let baseball, you know, run my life. You know, baseball is what I do. It's not who I am. So, I think just being able to separate the two is what made me feel at ease as I left work. Does your daughter allow? Did your daughter allow you to do that? Yeah, she definitely allows me to do that. Um, because you know, it's, it's a different aspect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you said. I mean, when you have a kid, a little kid, it's like every day is. Yeah. She doesn't I, care whether you, you know, go over or, you know, make an error or anything like that. She she just wants to see daddy. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, at the because there was chaotic times last year, and not necessarily with you, but just with the clubhouse stuff. So that's for for your perspective. That's how you sort of like, okay, you know, I'm going to be asked about this stuff. I, whatever, I'm just going going home. That's right. I'm, I'm gonna just just go home. You accept it. You you learn to to grow, and you get better from it. Either, either way, you know, things come up, things happen. But you deal with it, and you keep it moving. You be accountable for it, and you, you speak on it, and then just life goes on. So you just gave the blueprint of, like, how to play in Boston. And I know, like, this had come up before, like, playing in Boston, but you, there's, there's not a lot of guys who can really understand that. I mean, I, you played with a lot of guys, but you, you came up, you've weathered it, You've and all the all the things that you just said. That's playing in Boston. I mean, have you come to understand that 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 because you know you haven't played anywhere else? But still, right. I can tell you, like right. I feel like that's the case. I think I just have a great understanding of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm human. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. So just knowing that you're gonna make a mistake. On the field, off the field, you know, as long as you're accountable for it, obviously there'll be, you know, consequences or you know, repercussions from it. But at the end of the day, as long as you're you're working towards getting better, um, rectifying the situation, then in due time, it's gonna go away. It's you continue. Being who you are, being a good person, and you know playing the game hard, winning ball games, mm-hmm. people forget. <laughs> and all the things that you're talking about too, when you have like the trade rumors. I know you asked about this before when you came up to Boston, but with the, the trade rumors, that must help you. All of the that you know between the home, you know the home baseball, separating those two, the perspective that you're talking about. So when a winter comes where you have trade rumors and you see your name on the crawl or whatever, that must help you deal with something like that. 
I don't worry about it. It's out of my hands, you know. You know, my parents are all over it. Just <laughs> free. Just friend, best friends calling. Yeah. Well, you know, what what do you want me to tell you? Well, what do you know? I know what you know. How about that? You know, they they never believe me, but but I mean, all I can all I can do is focus on what I can control and enjoy my off season. I'm not going to let Anything mess with my off season um, and, and enjoy my time. Um, continue to work and you know, whatever happens happens. Um, I knew what I signed up for, and you know that's what I'll have to, to have to deal with. Here's but so because it's our job to pay attention to like your parents. But here's where if if, I, if you were paying attention, I would feel good about it because. Everyone, every time one of these things come up, everyone I talk to, everyone that you hear from is the Red Sox value Jackie too much. You know, like, so the Edwin Encarnacion rumor comes up the other day. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, okay, Indians, you can try to do that deal, but the Red Sox want Jackie. From that perspective, I'm sure that, that maybe they call you to, you know, I don't know. No. Okay, no, they don't. <laughs> you would think so, right? Yeah. No, but no. I haven't heard anything from anybody. So. Okay. All right, so... So that's a good thing, I guess. Just the less you hear, the better. Is that what they say? No talk is good talk, right? Sometimes. Good news is good news. Is something like that. Yeah, sometimes. But but you know what we hear is that you know they're they're valuing you. You know, so they're the ones saying no, right? Yes, feel Puig, no. <laughs> so that even though I have to tell you that, maybe not. And if that. they and if they did the if they did decide to trade me, yeah. then the other team would value me. That's true. So you got to look at it both ways. That's true, but it's nice to be valued where either way, either way, <laughs> right. but where you're set up shop and that you know you're going to be right. Uh, absolutely. The um, so when you look at this team going forward, you know. So I here we are sitting here in Fort Myers, bored out of our skull, um, which is fine. I I don't mind being bored out of my skull here, but it's I look around today and doesn't. It's the same team as last year, right? It's the same team as last year. And so why the fans say, we like change, we like change, we like change, you guys, I get the sense of saying, wait, listen, you know, we were good enough, 93 wins last night, we were good enough division. And if you want to go back to spring training last year, everyone was saying how good we were with this exact team. Mm -hmm. So is that the feel that you guys have? Yeah, we we trust in who we have. We trust in our guys. Obviously, every team goes into every offseason, goes into every spring training, goes into every season, figuring out ways how they want to get better. Uh, And to, like, you know, whatever moves they can make in order to make the team better is going to be in the best interest. Uh, We have a a pretty good team. Yeah. We have a a really good team, very athletic, um, great staff. And you know, we we got guys who we feel like we didn't perform at the levels that we were capable of doing, and we we, we still did pretty well. Mm. Um, so I just think, you know, just because you have the same team doesn't mean you're going to get the same outcome. Mm-hmm. Things change. And we're hoping it changes for the better. How do you think it's going to be different with Cora? I don't know. We're going to find out together. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, 
I, I you probably know him better than I. Do. Oh, I do. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know him pretty well, but I know him as a player. So, right. so here's the thing: is that I, you know, the accountability that you represent, the accountability that is so important in Boston. There's no one I've covered who did it better than Core, even though he was a guy 220 infielder, whatever. But I use this example a lot. Like, he would miss a bunt that had an impact on a game. And he'd be standing in front of his locker in full uniform, basically, like a palace guard saying, hey, media, ask me about this bunt. He would tell guys, closers, hey, you got to answer to this. But that's the player, right? Mm-hmm. And he can tell you guys this, but Johnny Gilms told me once, is like, you know, it's when you hear from the manager, it's like your parent. You know, when you hear from the teammate, it's like your buddy. It's it's different, so I think that it'll, I think that that's a good thing. I mean, if nothing else, you know, I, I get the sense, and you can comment or tell me I'm wrong or right, but I get the sense that one of the things that the team maybe wanted was some more uh, communication, for lack of a better term. Like, in he's a great communicator. Yeah. That's that's for sure. He's able to. I mean, he's, for one thing, he's he's not too far removed from the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played played with some of our teammates, Dustin. Yeah. Um, so. Um, he's able to bring a little bit of, you know, new school, and mixed in a little bit of old school. So, I think this is going to really work out in his benefit. Did he? Did he talk to you about your approach to hitting at all? Who? I don't know anybody. It's too no. early. It's too I know, early. To I know. Talk about anything right now? It's the launch angles. I and I'm not saying they're going to say anything to you, but you know, he's talking about jumping on the first pitch more and everything else, but. There's time for that, and then maybe they'll never say anything. I don't know. Maybe y'all can go through. I was probably one of the most aggressive guys on the team. That's right. Well, I remember. Listen, I, I <laughs> remember the stories about like, hey, I'm not going to get deep in the count. I remember. I'm with you, right? That was one of the things to me that that helped turn you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And only going to get better. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I've taken up way too much of your time because I know that you, as you said, you have a family to get to. I appreciate it, Jackie, and um, and yes, day one. Day one, at least for me, day one. Not for me. It yeah. ain't day one yet. I'm not brushing it. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, Jack. No Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 graphene nano spray coating to protect and 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. 
Forget front row seats. We're taking you into the action on the field and in the dugout with season two of Play Loud. Follow some of the league's biggest stars as we mic them up and get the cameras rolling during some of the hottest matchups of the season. Catch real-time reactions from Juan Soto and Francisco Lindor in the field and catch all the hilarious conversations between players off the field with unprecedented access. Watch episodes of Play Loud at youtube.com slash MLB. Play Loud brings you baseball like you've never seen before. Never seen before.